Daily Drive is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Thursday, June 10th. When Apple launched its latest 14.5 operating system, there was a significant change, one that is having a massive effect in the advertising world. Apple's launch included a major privacy feature that now allows iOS users to decide how they want their personal data handled. iOS users must now give explicit permission for apps to track their behavior and sell their personal data, such as age, location, spending habits, and health information, to advertisers. And while many apps have allowed people to manage or opt out of this for years, it's typically buried deep in user settings and wordy privacy policies. The new app tracking transparency feature will usher in a wave of privacy awareness, especially as permission requests start coming in from apps people never thought were tracking them. This is a powerful change in the way marketers, including dealers and their vendor partners, try to reach consumers. Digital retailing is already going through a major overhaul, and post-pandemic, it may be time for digital retailing to really accelerate, some experts say. Constellation Agency's CEO, Diana Lee, says retailers need to target shoppers differently and create a new end-to-end process. In some cases, in the future, without even using a standalone website. To explain more, we've reached Diana Lee in Detroit. Diana, it is good to talk to you again. Thanks for being on Daily Drive. Thank you so much for having me. There's an important movement that's going on uh, within the not only the dealer landscape but the, uh, the uh, vendor space as well, and it, and it affects everybody in automotive. Tell me what's happening and what's changing. Yeah, so with the changes of iOS 14, some of the issues that are happening right now is there's actually a little sign that actually comes up that says, do you want to be tracked? And 96% of consumers right now, as of last week, was actually answering no without actually understanding what that no means. When you basically check off no right now, it literally means that you no longer want personalized ads to come to you. So this would be easy for anybody to just check off no, except for the fact that what they're answering is that they don't want as much efficiencies in their buying processes. That means, Jason, if you love motorcycles and you like certain types of motorcycles, those motorcycles just appear on your social media page, and now you can actually buy that. Um, myself actually, you know, just got into exercising during COVID and I was looking for machinery exercise at home. And by going to certain websites, my social media page started to actually show me different types of exercise machines and things that I can purchase. And I made purchases right on in real time when that actually happened. In the In an iOS 14 changes that are currently happening, if you mark no, you will no longer receive personalized advertising based on your preferences and interests. And so that is changing uh, around the country. And what that basically means for marketers is that they need to have three things that basically that they do well. I feel like the U.S. and and the dealerships as well as many of the automakers are not really 100% sure how this is going to affect them. 
But without having now what's called third-party data and the use of first-party data, as well as the ability to retarget that information, uh, that information will be lost and will no longer be able to target people. In your conversations with automakers and dealers, is this subject coming up? Not really. It feels like to me that people know that something's happening, but they don't realize how it's going to affect them. That's the biggest thing that I'm seeing out there. And of course, in the in the vendor community where um, retargeting is important uh, at, at so many levels, or, or at least uh, the effectiveness, as, as you said, the efficiencies of marketing, it's essential to know who your customers are. So where does the automotive vendor space go from here? Yeah, so great question, um, Jason. I would say that the biggest issues right now is that they need to select vendors that have the capabilities to do three things, uh, all the dealerships. One is the ability for them to have what's called third-party data. Third-party data is like Oracle data, which has Pulse data, IHS data, because marketers need the information in order to target those types of customers. And why are we able to get around that with third-party data? It's because they have more than just interest and website data. They have purchase data, right? Polk data that allows you to know whether a car, uh, whether an individual purchased a Nissan or a Toyota or a Subaru, and they're up on a three-year lease and they're now looking for other types of makes and models, that's the information that you need. So the marketers in the automotive space are, not, are being very quiet, but some of them mainly because of the fact that they don't have access to this third-party data. But third-party data is essential in being able to market in the future because it has purchase data, not just interest data. The second thing is first-party data. Dealerships have a world of so much CRM data and DMS data, and that data is worth so much money at this point because if the um, iOS 14 is going to limit the amount of data that we're able to use as marketers, that first-party data has now actually been uh, data that's worth a lot of money. So in sales, service, and parts, that data can be ingested into social media. We can target those people, and then we can also make look-alike audiences of those exact types of customers in the CRM and DMS data and be able to actually attract those customers as well. And then the third part is retargeting data. So in the space right now where we're just marketers are using still ad designs that don't uh, allow customers to actually go into the ad unit. What's happening there is uh, we're not able to retarget the customers with the products that they're most interested in. Um, one of the most interesting things that I've noticed out there is that so many people are saying, you have to get a digital retailing site up now, especially during the pandemic, especially because of COVID, people don't want to go into the dealerships anymore, and there's more of an urgency right now to get digital retailing sites up more than ever. But what people are missing right now is that's actually of the past. There are dealerships that are actually using ad units to have the digital retailing experience happen from the ad unit and go end-to-end in the transaction from the unit itself. You can pick an inventory. You can pick a price. You can pick the lease offer. You can pick 
um, the color. And you can even request a credit pull from the ad unit itself without ever leaving and going to a landing page or a digital retailing site. And that's what Constellation does best. We're able to start that digital retailing experience from the ad unit, making it frictionless right from the very beginning. And that way we know if you don't use, you don't actually leave the app to go to a landing page, you don't lose the power to retarget those customers. Now you have them in the cycle and you can retarget them based on the interest of the products that they select within the ad unit itself. We'll hear more from Constellation Agency CEO Diana Lee after this. As online experiences exploded this past year, it was clear dealers needed an approach that kept them in business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, Top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I. And they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach. And then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big-picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. Diana, I want to go back. There was a lot of talk of digital retailing pre-COVID and the fact that um, dealers needed to become more digitally savvy your contention is they've they've uh, become more digitally savvy, but they're already behind on what will change. Is that accurate? We are already behind. There are a lot of ships and a lot of events they realize they need to have a digital experience for the customer. A lot of it has to do with pickup and delivery and going to their homes for these experiences and dropping it off. The problem actually is that that is actually already the days of the old. The smartest dealerships are already going into the experience where that experience of digital retailing is happening at the ad unit itself, where people can actually select the model, select the trim, select the color, select the inventory, do a soft credit pull, and then allow the dealerships to know that their customer is interested in the vehicle and have an email sent to them saying that their credit's already approved. That experience can now happen in an ad unit itself from end to end. And at the end, the customers can get retargeted the exact products that they were looking for from the ad unit if you never left. That's happening now. Constellation Agency currently has 1,300 dealerships across the country that we're already launching these experiences for. And so what I'm saying is the website, the future is that there are no websites, right? The future could be that there are no landing pages. The experience happens frictionless right from the ad experiences, right from the apps, right from Google, and it doesn't actually go to a website in the future. Are there other industries that are already uh, making fast-paced changes that automotive uh, should be looking at? 
Yeah, so 30% of our clients right now are D2C, direct-to-consumer brands. And many of them, because they don't have to wholesale their products to a a third-party distributor, they can sell direct online. They're actually the fastest actually making those moves. And we're seeing it. We're actually 30% of our client base is D2C, e-commercing, right through the ad units itself. And so that's basically given us the idea that this needs to happen in automotive from the ad unit itself. People don't want to each time have a transition to another site, then transition again. So think about it from a consumer perspective. I have to then go to the dealership homepage. Then I've got to click and try to figure out where the inventory is. I have to click someplace else to get the price. Now I actually have to go somewhere else to request pickup and delivery. I might actually have to contact the dealership. So in a frictionless experience from an ad unit, you'd be able to make all the choices within the ad unit itself, never even going to a website and making those clicks all the way through. Diana Lee, thank you so much for joining me and uh, updating us on where the world is turning as it relates to um, the the future of retailing and also um, the future of no websites. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. We reach Constellation Agency CEO Diana Lee in Detroit. And that's Daily Drive for Thursday, June 10th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of more than 350 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Friday. <laughs>